0: Do you watch football? We are back from the bye week. Welcome to the Barely Educated Podcast. I am Chris Teichler, joined by my partner Mark Jansen. We had a week off from talking about the Bears as they uh, healed up and uh, uh, get their bye week. A late bye week. I don't remember them ever having a bye week this late in the season, but uh, they will... uh, Push to the end of these last four games, which they're probably going to lose all four, which is fine. So, uh, to talk about that and more, and look at the Eagles coming up this week, uh, Mark and I are here for you. So, hello, Mark.
1: Hi, Chris. Look, that bye week thing. So, we didn't do an episode because it happened to correspond nicely to the end of the semester grading yes. for us and things. So, it's kind of like work for us. But I've got to say, I think the league needs to. To stop doing that. I don't think any buy should take place super early or super late. Player safety. Yeah, then then get over it for a few weeks, the fact that you'll have a few less games. All the buys should be between like week seven and like maybe ten. Like imagine being in a contending season and getting the buy this late. We'd all be ticked. Yeah. We the only reason we haven't it's not been a story is nobody cares if they win. Except for Dan Weeder. <laughs>
0: Speaking yeah. of. Yes. Go ahead. Respond to my buy point. Am I crazy? I think it's ridiculous. No, I I don't think it would be that hard to coordinate either. Just, it's yeah, just
1: like... a couple less games for like three weeks. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think the buys should be set up to where the whole division is on it together.
0: Oh, that makes sense.
1: Like if we're interested in safety, there needs to be. They need to be closer to the middle of the year. And if we're interested in competitive balance, the divisions need to go on by
0: together. Hmm. Yeah. And there's uh, four divisions in each conference. Yep. out over four weeks.
1: Just just rotate it around, but do like the North's one week, the South's one week, the West's one week, the East's one week, four weeks done next year, move it around. But it's, I don't know why this is so difficult. It's money, I guess, but I think it's really bogus. And if you, uh, if you were contending and you lost a major player because, you you know, he was banged up and played and got banged up worse and they hadn't had a buy at all. I mean, I know that's all hypothetical, but this late in the year seems like it's not really a rest. They had a huge grind. yeah I mean, it's, it's not really for safety. It's just a rest.
0: Okay. So. Well, I'll call Roger later today. Yeah. Let, let him know. Do. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know you've got the hotline to Ryan Pace or no, I'm the one with the hotline <laughs> to Ryan Pace. Let's see if he can get anything on that. Uh, So, that's that's one little rant. Hey, Ryan. Thanks for joining us for a second there. Um, The other thing, so the big topic for me, we'll get to in a minute, I think, is the blueprint that these next two opponents provide the Bears. And that is absolutely the story of these two beatdowns that we're going to (laughs) watch. And I do want to get to that, but we are remiss. We have spent too many pods not doing our numbers. Mm. And I might be the only one who enjoys it, but I like doing this and seeing what you come up with versus Windy City Gridiron. Uh-huh. So did we do 90? I don't think we did 90 either. I don't think
0: so. No. Mm-mm. So we got to do 90, 91, and 92 real quick. So who's your great bear jersey number 90? Oh, boy. 90, all I can think of is Alonzo Spellman, I think. He's the honorable yeah. mention. And I should okay. tell the
1: dear listener.
0: I spring this on Chris. He
1: never knows which episode I'm going to decide to <laughs> catch up on. It's not like he gets to do any prep for this. So they said about Spellman that his time with the Bears was marred by his quote erratic behavior caused yeah. by his refusal refusal to deal with his bipolar disorder uh, and so on with traditional medicine. Instead, he chose alcohol and drugs. I, you know, he's a tragic case because I wonder, you know, he's in the mid '90s basically, what his career might look like today. Hmm. where where the stigma is nowhere near as strong about such things as it used to be. I know we've still got a ways to go, especially in the football culture, but it's also improved dramatically with the whole idea that, you know, this is just an illness, treat it. There's no reason to be scared about that. And you got guys like Jay Glazer, who does a ton of work on this and works with players and vets, both like military vets. So I think he's kind of tragic in that sense because, I think he would have had a longer, better career if he played now in an era where I think we're much better about treating these things.
0: That's a good point.
1: Yeah. Okay. So their pick then is Al Harris.
0: Oh, okay. Nine
1: years with the Bears. Wow. I didn't know he played that long for the Bears. Oh, it's two stints.
0: 79 to 84, then 86 and 87. Yeah, he sat out the he uh, 85. Sat out 85. Yeah, <laughs> that stink, <laughs> oh, man. That's
1: a regrettable choice. That's, <laughs> oh, no. That's,
0: that's probably why I don't remember <laughs> him or, being 90 because, uh, yeah, he, he sat out a very unfortunate year. Him and Todd Bell were uh, the two. 18 that, and uh, a half hmm.
1: sacks, eight fumble recoveries. Wow, that's a lot of fumble recoveries. Somebody's causing those fumbles. Gee, I wonder who. And two interceptions. <laughs> Spellman, though, had 32 sacks in five years and seven forced fumbles. You know, considering who they were playing with, I gotta say Spellman looks to me like he was the better player just by that write-up.
0: Yeah, I probably Al Harris is probably there just because uh, the defense was more, you know, like did, legendary. No, no
1: shade to Al Harris. I already feel bad for you for sitting out the wrong season. <laughs> but did this guy ever see a double team?
0: Hmm. Probably not with Dan Hampton and uh, no, Dan Hampton and McMichael and (laughs)
1: I'm not double teaming Al Harris.
0: (laughs) Okay, who's your pick for 91? You're gonna get this one. Well, Tommy Harris has to be 91, the other Harris. That's right, man. He could have been oh, Hall of Fame legendary if he stayed healthy. There's probably probably won 41 if he's healthy.
1: I think Mike Brown gets more of the attention on the whole injured guy that hurt the bears. But I remember telling people that year, like cousin, Nate, cousin, Nate, and cousin Courtney. Dan, cousin, Dan, and cousin, Nick. I don't know if he listens sometimes, but cousin I remember Nick? saying, I, I love Urlacher. I mean, I even had the Urlacher Jersey, like a dork and all that, but I was like, man, Tommy Harris is the one that makes this thing go.
0: Yes. Yes. Which is why if the bears decided to pick a Jalen Carter in this upcoming draft, I would be very okay with that because they're running the same defense that uh, Tommy Harris drove, as you say.
1: Yes. I mean, three straight Pro Bowls to start his career before the knee injury ends up with, what, 28? No, 28 and a half. There it is. I was like, why don't they tell me the sacks? They did. 28 and a half sacks in seven years. I wonder how many of those are actually in the first three, though.
0: Well, Over half, I bet. He was something, man. He was, oh. Tragedy. The,
1: the, The... the the explosive first step at that size. That's like the Warren Sapp thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think I truly think if he's healthy, he would have been one of the dominant, not just D tackles, but defensive players of the era. I'm not saying he'd quite have reached Sapp maybe, but I bet you Tommy Harris would have been Hall of Famer had he stayed healthy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. Number ninety-two. Ninety-two.
0: Well, Hunter Hill. Would oh, I would not have gotten this one. I'll tell you that.
1: He's a the honorable mention. You're on fire with the honorable wow.
0: mention. Wow. Okay. Yeah.
1: Impressive. That seems really on brand for the pod for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Silver medal. Silver medal. <laughs> Pretty good, but not great. <laughs> <laughs> so Helen Myers, the honorable mention coffee all over the mic <laughs> <laughs> chris is strong it's i did it to him again too. people mm-hmm. I, I had him get up early to record i gotta go to my kids school for their christmas party since i can i shall so Helen and meyer is a way longer than i thought 20 2003 to 10 hmm and they actually say this is too close to call. So maybe it's unfair to call this the honorable mention. <clears throat> Their pick is Barry Minter. Oh, interesting.
0: He was they, solid, but.
1: Yeah. He was the middle linebacker before Urlacher. Right. Uh-huh. 11 and a half sacks in eight seasons to go with five picks and seven forced fumbles. That's actually more productive than I would have remembered.
0: Yeah, I remember he was like the one watchable bear in the last couple one years on defense. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: true. And boy, they really are close. So Hillenmeyer, seven sacks, two picks, four forced fumbles. 101 games for Hillenmeyer with 69 starts, 111 for Minter with 61 starts. And they yeah, give the edge close. to Minter because he had a worse supporting cast. Oh,
0: definitely. <laughs> I uh
1: yeah, that's pretty good logic. Shout out to the Windy City folks. Yeah. They got that right, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. All right, shall we catch up around the league a little yes. bit before we do the Eagles? Let's do that. Yes. So sir. did you enjoy your bye week of football?
0: Oh, I did. It was nice to just enjoy football without getting the blood pressure up and uh, you know. Dealing with dealing with the fans yelling at each other like. Justin Fields is great. No, he's a running back. And watching all that, you know, just to have a little time off from that was very Fans yelling at each other. I just happened to avoid the
1: media yelling at each other. Oh, well,
0: there's that too. (laughs) Have you lost your
1: mind? I expect it from the
0: fans. Yeah. No, yeah,
1: it was was nice to just sit back and kind of take stock of the league and where the Bears are and the rebuild and moving forward. And I got to say, one of the things that stands out to me from last week, the Detroit Lions – and my whole, they're, they're your rivals thing, which is really making fun of the Bears who think they were even close to the Packers the last four years. I think moving forward, though, that might be the rivalry in the I North. agree. Yes, I agree. So, now it's come full circle. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs just they yet. Might. I think they're going to be next year. The best team in the division with them being like a year ahead of the bears in the whole rebuild depending on what they do at quarterback but he's playing good he
0: is they may not be in the market for
1: drafting one or do they have the luxury of picking one who's more seasoning required type because is jared goff the perfect bridge qb did they just kind of stumble into that
0: i wouldn't have guessed that a year ago but it uh it looks like that He may, maybe not even maybe he'll be a good quarterback for them for three, four years.
1: So th- that's going to be a re- that's a really interesting story in the offseason because there's a lot of talent there otherwise. Yes, there Their is. Their O-line is really good. Amon Ross St. Brown is Religion. terrific. I told you coming into the year, he might be the most underrated player in the league. Mm. I don't think that's true anymore because he's properly rated, but he's really good. Looking like and they can crime. run the ball. Yes, they can. Yeah. So if they keep bolstering the defense, that's a real team. But they're the lions, so like I figure something stupid will happen. But <laughs> they are on the right track, and it's like, wait, they could be the actual rival in the Fields era. Wouldn't that be crazy?
0: That would be that would be fantastic if it was you bears would. and lions for a decade fighting it. I would that, wouldn't
1: that me. be fun? Just totally flip the script for once. Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm totally pulling for them to make the playoffs. Me too. Go Detroit. We have
1: long loved the Detroit fans on this pod and their head coach who at first we all mocked because he said so many hilarious things. But then you get to – you see more coverage of him. You get to know him a little bit on Hard Knocks and you're like, this is a genuine guy who actually really loves the people he's in charge of. And like he actually gets it even though he seems ridiculous. All in on Dan Campbell and the Lions Mm -hmm. until the Bears are good again.
0: We're going to kick you in the teeth.
1: If I had to pick out of the other people in the division to win the division,
0: Detroit all the way. Yeah, I'm with you. Obviously. Mm
1: -hmm. So that one stood out. Another one that stood out is Trevor Lawrence is cruising.
0: Yeah, he's starting to click too. You got
1: two QBs in that draft class that look like the goods now. And gee, weird. It was the two that should have been picked first two picks for like five years leading up to the draft gee what happened oh i know the underwear workout warriors and the scripted <laughs> plays with no defense fooled nfl teams yet again
0: yet again yep. and
1: they're gonna do it again with will levis there's already people talking about Man. it. besides me i've been saying that for like six weeks <laughs> That's been... great gabriel just tweeted about
0: that that's been crazy to watch this in the last week like all of a sudden he's starting to there's that I, video i told of... you flat-footed yeah he's got a cannon so
1: what Watch the games yep. he might become really good, but he's the guy he's the guy in this class that would need time.
0: Friendly reminder that uh, the 2017 draft class, people were saying the best prospect was Mitch trubisky. Mm. you know and Mahomes yeah. was too off script. A lot of people had Mahomes in the second round, I remember.
1: yeah, exactly yep wow. and Watson was injury prone. <laughs> turns out there were other concerns there but yeah it's just the draft is paralysis by analysis and overthinking and look will levis might get really good sure. he does have the josh allen build i'm not saying he's going to be a bust i'm just saying he is the exact type of quarterback that nfl teams go crazy over and you look at the games and you're like he didn't really play all that well but they're gonna draft him high and that is a great thing for the
0: bears yes it is someone's gonna want him Come on up, let's talk. We got yep, pick number but, two, maybe three, but probably pick number two.
1: I just think it's funny because at the end of the day in the 21 class, by far the best two QBs are the two that everybody that was coaching them and everybody that was familiar with them on a more personal level in college, in high school, all the people that actually were attached to their wagon for their own careers first were like, what? No, these are the two guys that should go one, two. And then the NFL comes along and is like, totally overthinks it.
0: I don't know, this Zach Wilson at BYU. Trey Lance, mm. look at the raw tools. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> or you can pick
1: the guy with the raw tools who played real teams in more than 10 games. Uh-huh. It's just wild to me. So just a quick point there. Uh, Baltimore Ravens. Bears fans should care about the Ravens. Still no Lamar Jackson. Can they go ahead and lose some games now? Because that'd be great. <laughs> I need that pick to get higher. Hmm. <laughs> So those are just a couple things that stood out to me. We also got the great tank win for the Rams under Baker Mayfield.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Saw that coming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. A Josh McDaniel team losing to a team that just signed the QB like a day ago is just picture perfect. That's a real shame. That's the whole – there is karma. <laughs> yeah. Karma exists, and it's expressed on a football field. <laughs>
0: Thank God for karma. What? And then did you see Baker Mayfield – Headbutting guys without his helmet. Yeah, and the
1: guy was like, oh, <laughs> the other guy was like, oh, my head.
0: <laughs> Crazy. Baker yeah. Mayfield. Well, maybe uh, maybe he's got a future in uh, in with the Rams. Who knows? But I don't know. That's a lot of Insert stuff. Bad Ram. One pun game. Yeah. Baker
1: Mayfield was destined to be a Ram since he headbutts everyone. Oh. How like has no it. one thought of this? Hmm. Uh, the other thing that stood out to me, and then we can do Eagles. Could, dude i'm not picking against the niners i don't care who the qb is at this point man. that defense is outrageous and that guy is the perfect mike like the perfect little manage the game for shanahan throw it to his weapons qb
0: yeah they and he's are
1: cool and funny i like him yeah, go yeah. back
0: yeah that is not the way to build a team though but it's working for them yeah, yeah. Well, well if your defense me, is that good sure. let, yeah i was to say let me let me correct that a little bit uh, they are the exception Amongst yes. all these contenders, there because they've got everything except the quarterback, the March if They had
1: just picked Fields. Oh, man. <laughs> Can you imagine trying to stop their running game with Fields, McCaffrey, oh and my. Debo?
0: Yeah. They got some decisions to make going forward. Fascinating offseason, but
1: know? I think obviously them and the Eagles are the cream of the crop in the NFC, and it's the Vikings' record might be better, but. Not for long or no. it won't matter because no. the Niners they're not gonna let Jefferson have two hundred and twenty yards and then the Vikings are toast whenever they if the Vikings even win their first game. You see their run differential? I mean yeah. score differential <laughs> minus one. one. And they have like what? I told you they seemed flukish. I didn't realize uh-huh. it was that bad until this week. Um so yeah. And and can we can I just say yeah, because I'm on the Niners since they played last night. Once again, we picked the game on Thursday correctly. Uh, can we just not call tackling roughing the passer? Oh I'm my sorry, gosh. But Joey Bosa tackled him. And sometimes in the act of tackling, your weight falls on the person you're tackling. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. Sorry. Sorry. He definitely okay. deserves I've to be done called that by too. the right name. He should yeah. be the defensive player of the year, I think. Yeah, Nick Bosa. Yeah. That was completely bogus. And it was a yes. pick six. And man, can you imagine if. Well, it's just really hard to imagine because there's no way a Bears defensive lineman gets to the quarterback in time to affect the throw. <laughs> but imagine if one did. It was a pick six, and it was called back for that kind of penalty. Not a blow to the head. I'm fine with that rule. The knee one's kind of goofy, too, but the falling on the QB is just so stupid. Yeah, that what, was just a tackle.
0: What was the what was the rationale? Because he, he seemed to drive him at the end a little bit, maybe? Yeah, is because they're way? both tripping
1: over the O-line.
0: Uh, I don't get it. Man, that's that, just a tackle. That defense is fun to watch. Though. They are. I'm oh, like, man. Man, that's a whole thing. And they're so. It's just fast.
1: You remember the episode back months ago where we you did the whole best ranked offenses and defenses ever, mm-hmm. and which ones actually won championships. Mm-hmm. And of course, the league has changed some enough now that you know I'll be curious to see what it looks like in ten years. But overwhelmingly, the top defenses fared much better in the postseason. That's why I would have a hard time right now going against the Niners.
0: Yeah, I won't. I, I understand not picking against them unless it's Philly.
1: Unless it's Philly. And that's like, I hope we get that matchup.
0: Yeah, because Dallas is not going to beat San Francisco if they played or Philly. And hey, yeah. shout out to our favorite player
1: on this pod to have never been a bear.
0: No uh, bears. Great game. Man, last night I love him. I do too. I love, I love George Kittle,
1: <laughs> and he loves the Bears. Yes, he. Does. I f***ing love the Bears. Man, he's, Pause
0: he's... for Chris to
1: put the drop ah, in. Ah, do, do, do. Ah, <laughs> the Bears. So he's number one on that list, right? Favored. Oh, absolutely. I think for the pod number two is either Brady or Dak. They're two and three.
0: How dare you, sir? You know, I get up early <laughs> just to help you out, and then you don't make me angry.
1: In other news, Chris is taking applications for a new co-host. <laughs> You're fired!
0: Who's gonna listen to a show with me without you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> me without you, oh.
0: Okay, so I tried that. Remember, Did we broke <laughs> <composers?
1: laughs> I just ended up on every episode anyway. Like,
0: hmm. Well, I'm gonna have Mark again because that's fun. Yeah, you know, <laughs> people listen to that. That's great. All right. Um, so the Bears
1: play the Eagles. I have zero thoughts about breaking down this game beyond just please don't hang 50 on us. Oh, that's going to happen. Be respectful. When you're up 30 in the fourth, take the starters out. <laughs> I, the, the, if the Bears win this game, it's like the upset of the season.
0: Yeah, it's not happening.
1: No, I don't need to go through the ranks. We all know Philly's awesome. What I want to talk about is the blueprint. Okay. Because do you remember what the Eagles did at the end of the 2020 season, Jalen yeah, rookie year?
0: They tanked. Yep. Because then, Nate uh, Sudfield had
1: played so well in practice and done all that they asked all year, and they wanted to get him some
0: snaps. That was hilarious. And then they fired. Uh, what's his name? They fired, fired Doug, Peterson. Doug and Peterson, and there's been a. Yeah.
1: I, I learned things about that this week because Hogan Johns and the guys on the score talked to so many Eagles reporters. Mm who seem on the whole quite level-headed, by the way. It must be nice rooting for a team this good, too, and covering it. I bet the Bears beat looks a little different. Anyway, and (laughs) they said that that was sort of a mutually agreed firing because he deserved to not be a part of a rebuild as intense as they were intending. Hmm. And then it went so quick that it probably wouldn't have mattered. And so by firing him and letting him be, he gets his money as opposed to him like resigning or something. And now he's of course coaching the Jaguars and like, well, that's a rebuild, but going all right, I guess. Uh, So I thought that was interesting. And the main thing though, is all the talk that they gave us about hurts and fields, Mm. like the intangibles, one of them, I don't remember their names, apologies there, but it was on with Hogan Johns was basically like Jalen hurts made me rethink certain stances of mine. You know, because he's he like me was more analytically inclined in a lot of ways, and he's you know I usually scoff at some of the intangible stuff, at least when it comes to team culture. Maybe individuals, not so much, because I realize the work they have to put in. And he said that everybody that you talk to in the building after Hertz's rookie year basically said, "We don't know what his ceiling is, but we know whatever it is, he will reach it because he will be that driven to, and he will work that hard." Mm. And same set of fields. And then Fishbane talked to Josh Blackwell, who's basically stood out on special teams, but he's also playing some corner now, who had been on the Eagles. They got him off the Eagles practice squad. Mm. And he was saying that Blackwell was talking about the leadership qualities and the personality of Hurts, that he leads by example. He's fairly quiet, but he'll step up when he needs to, but mostly just wants to lead by outworking everyone. And Fishbane kind of looked at Fields' locker as he said that, and he goes, yeah, exactly, same dude. Oh. Mm. And I'm like, yes, inject it into my veins.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it didn't seem that long ago that he was the last guy last guy out, first guy in, rumors about oh my him.
1: Gosh. Oh, now they're doing it to Jalen Carter. Can you guys just shut up about the character stuff? If there's something like serious, we'll learn about it. Quit these rumors about their work ethic and stuff. That's, I hate
0: that. They're very naive and stupid people. Unless he falls to a point where the Bears can trade the pick and still and pick still get him it. up. In which case, carry on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, you were, so like Hertz fields comp is obviously a starting point for a game like this. As we are watching Hertz, it is what we want to see from Justin moving forward. Absolutely. And I think we'll get it if they can get the team built around him. Like the Eagles did.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, so quick, there's a
1: lot of lessons on the from the Eagles. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Quick side note on that. Did you hear uh Coach Getze being asked about uh uh the importance of winning by, a yes. certain, by a I was going I was gonna supporter? I was gonna end with that, but let's go. Oh, That's okay. fine. And basically Getze said uh that Getting better is more important than winning at this Did point.
1: Did you catch the voice of who asked the
0: question? I believe it was Dan Weeder,
1: wasn't Dan it? Dan Weeder, champion of the "Have to Learn How to Win Right Now" movement, <laughs> gets in the uh, the shouting match with Parkins a week oh or two gosh, ago. Oh my gosh, that was gross. That was bad. It was kind of funny, but still, the two of them. It was very funny. <laughs> Hub is back today. Hub, I am happy. Yay! I, I want to tweet it, hub i didn't realize how much i missed disagreeing with you about football mm. and how much i appreciate that you can disagree politely yes like I, i'm sure he'll say something i disagree with and i'm sure it will not be embarrassing screeching yeah. radio whenever he and parkins disagree at I'm any not rate personal yeah i thought it was absolutely phenomenal that getsy was like Yeah, Dan. Basically, this is my terrible paraphrase of it. Yeah, Dan, I heard your bit with Parkins and I got to say you're (laughs) dead wrong. Like that was awesome. And then when when Spiegel (laughs) brings it up yesterday, Parkins is like, yeah, go go ahead. He's like, no, hang on on your victory lap. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm totally taking it 100% personal as a win. But go ahead, make your (laughs) point. (laughs) So that part was hilarious. I just – but more seriously, forget the radio. It is so refreshing to hear, and I hope they actually implement it in the games that come Mm -hmm. because he has the proper perspective in a lost season now.
0: Yeah, so, who are the guys you
1: want to see them develop this last month, in? and then we'll get back to the other lessons from Philly before we get out of here?
0: Well, um, number one is you. I want to see more. Uh, if, um, uh, oh gosh, the what the Pittsburgh guy they traded for Claypool? Thank you, Chase Claypool. You suck, um, Chris. If they can, you know, get him going a little more consistently and better, and you know, uh, just more more time with Fields over these next four weeks just to see what exactly you think he can be. If he can be a uh, number one, which probably not, but not going to rule it out yet, but at least definitely a good solid number two.
1: Yeah. It's time won- to, I mean, at some point, uh, I don't know, the offense thing needs to not be an excuse after six weeks. Right. Yeah. Like I know it's complicated, but they have six weeks of camp. Like right now is when you should, should be ready to roll. If you mm-hmm. came into the team in June, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Same length of time. Uh so yeah, that's a sub point of my main one, which is sure. I want to see I want to continue to see more passing attempts like we did against Green Bay. Yeah. Which assuming big asterisks, fields is not nicked up and not taking a beating against one of these couple good teams they're playing that could possibly destroy the outline. As long as they're protecting well enough, because the main thing is to not get him hurt, of course, but as long as they're protecting well enough, I want to see more pass attempts to develop chemistry with claypool i want to see valus jones both both returns yeah i don't care if he muffs half the punts i need to know if he can do it yeah i need to know if it was rookie jitters i need to know if i can get him a good month of doing it to build his confidence in the next year true because drafting a return specialist in the third round was stupid i don't care if it worked with hester that's a one-off anomaly that'll never happen again to that degree I want to see what this kid has. I want him out there on offense more. Mm. And then I want to see Kyler Gordon play one position. Uh, I don't yes. care. Okay. Pick a slot. Pick the outside. I don't care. But don't move him. He's not ready to move. I've been saying that all year. Yes, I don't want to have. see that.
0: Yes, you have. And he should be back, right? Him and Brisker are both back.
1: Hmm. I got no concerns about Brisker moving forward. I still have a lot of questions about Gordon. Yeah.
0: I still feel good about Gordon overall, but... Uh, I don't
1: feel bad. I, I mean, Kyle Fuller took a year. Yeah. He was really rough as a rookie. He was. In fact, yeah. he might have taken two years. Yeah, he was a slow... Uh, Definitely. You know? and, and corner's a tough position most of the time. Yeah. And Kyler Gordon doesn't have the benefit of the doubt that Sauce Gardner has where he can commit pass interference on 50% <laughs> of his plays. I don't. Everyone's like, oh, he's so good. I'm like, dude, I'll take the guy on Seattle who's not interfering all the time. Mm. It's weird how... These things sometimes take a life of their own. Like, I don't know why he's getting away with it, but it's not just the Bears game. He does it like every week in the yeah. highlights. Then, like, he just. New York with, maybe. New okay, York. so back to the Eagles for a second. Eagles. Eagles. So the blueprint. And the same thing is going to apply to Buffalo, basically, by the way. You have the QB. He's a heck of an athlete. He has plenty of arm talent. You have to surround him with talent, though. Mm hmm. And the thing I love about what the Eagles did is the way they value the correct positions the most.
0: Mm, go on.
1: So, skip QB because we have it and so do they. O-line. They've had a good O-line forever. they got the best right tackle in the league, possibly the best center. That They invested in that, and every year they pick another one. Mm. They keep doing it like in the second or third round. There's the Eagles picking a guard, a center, whatever, because they've always got the pipeline ready they have depth there to withstand injuries and with wide receiver, they refused to fail. Okay. Remember they picked Jalen Rager. Total disaster. This is after Jeffrey, the time that Alshon was there. Mm. Right. That didn't work. They keep trying, keep swinging until now they have Devonta Smith who, by the way, production wise, isn't that different than Mooney. Mm. Like their best two years look very comparable. Obviously this year for Mooney, you can throw it out. So like, I don't think Mooney's a one. I don't even know if he's a two. Your offense is good if he's your slot. Oh, yes. But but you slot a real number one like A.J. Brown next to Claypool and Mooney, and I think your receiving core is pretty darn good at that point, just like that. Find your number one. Mm. DeAndre Hopkins, by the way, Parkinson Spiegel did a whole breakdown on that, and he was one of the big names they talked about. So I'm telling you that that's going to gain momentum. Their GM down there in Arizona just – took the leave of absence they're going to fire the coach the oh, quarterback yes. doesn't like hopkins based on hard knocks they fight all the time he might be available because you're mm. stuck with murray but you could probably yes, you move are. hopkins and bite the bullet a little bit sign me up you get a couple years of his prime and a couple more years of still pretty good all right so get those two positions position groups solidified and they do the same thing on mm. the defense and it's so simple and in concept i'm not saying it's that easy to actually do but it's again the d line is really good and really deep and the corners are really good just invest in those positions like they did yeah did it
0: too and i think miller got hurt but right 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 yeah that's not their
1: fault the investment was smart
0: the way the league is right now and i think i've said this before that you i think you can get away with average linebackers if you've got A solid D line and D defensive backs. You can get and look
1: at Sanborn. He's he's picked up off the street. Yeah. And he's a missile out there. And he doesn't even have talent in front of him. These they're running backs. There's lots of guys who are good enough to play that position. You don't invest big. And so I think the blueprint is obvious. It really Mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. And and I think the other thing that stands out to me is this is Hertz's first year playing in the same offense as the previous. Justin had that with Ryan Day, and you saw what he did then. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of think we should think of this still as an extension at Fields' rookie year in yeah, a lot of ways. Especially when the new offense sort of is like your rookie all over again.
0: Yeah, it's, and when we keep hearing more and more about how the, the previous staff did nothing, like literally did nothing with Fields last year to try to coach him up and develop him. I'm not an idiot. And they were lame duck. We all knew that too.
1: So I am plenty critical of the coaching staff and of the GM and I still have concerns for sure about both. But some reasons for optimism is we're about to watch another brutal month. They made big changes in the mini buy. They Fields and Getzy both talked about how much better they are with the offense now than they were. Mm-hmm. There's real coaching going on. Some yes. young guys are getting better. Tevin Jenkins comes to mind. Yes. Okay. The, the And the GM was smart enough to trade Roquan instead of getting nothing for him. Yep. God bless him. Roquan, that is. Yeah. And the GM and the assistant GM come from organizations that, over the years, appear to value those same positions. Right. It's more obvious with Philly than with the Chiefs, but the Chiefs obviously did it with the O-line for sure. And you just wait. They're going to be trying to find him another wide receiver this offseason. Oh, for sure. Yep so that's all i got i think the blueprint's obvious and as you're watching the beatdown, just think this could be the bears in a couple years (laughs)
0: yeah so are you thinking like a uh i would love a 41 33 bears loss that would be
1: i think their defense is too good if they're trying the whole game if they're up big enough not to care you know like in the fourth i think it'll be like i think the call off the dogs on a certain level because they got to get through the month healthy they got dallas the next week mm-hmm. classic if the bears win it is 100 percent a they look o- overlooked the bears kind of thing big talking Treppy. point there i was like why can't i think of the term thank yeah. you uh i got i'll say philly like 38 bears 24 okay. i don't think the bears keep it close at all but i think you know i think Fields will still be pretty productive. That D line's nasty, though. I'll,
0: yeah, I'll take twenty-four against that team. Absolutely Probably
1: unrealistic, but. <clears throat> um, do we want to do the other <laughs> division games real fast, like we usually do? Might as well. Or sure. I got five minutes. The timer's down to three.
0: Three minutes.
1: Just <clears throat> nerve-wracking.
0: Spit it out! Spit it out!
1: All right. Who do the <laughs> Lions? Oh, they play at the Jets. A battle of. Beaten down franchises, trying to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Jets favored by a point and a half. Who you got? Detroit. I do too. Mike White is hurt. Oh and no, the great Mike White. The great Mike White. Whoa. What is Sunday night football going to do at halftime if they can't lead with Mike White? Yeah, I think that's a fun game. It'll be a fun game to have uh red zone up for on a second screen, I think, mm-hmm. to kind of keep an eye on. I'll take the Lions as well. They're just playing better football. And Quinnen Williams, is he playing? He's kind of the heart and soul of the Giants, or the Jets, I mean. Mm. And he got hurt last week. So I'll take the Lions. All right, Indy at Minnesota. Why does they, Indy just seem like the most boring team in the world to me?
0: Because they, they are. Because Matt Ryan is quarterback.
1: <laughs> as much as I want the Vikings to struggle, I'll take them to win here. Yeah, same. Pretty obvious. Yep. Plus, I want them out. to just – them and the Niners to be close enough to each other to keep on – having reasons to play yeah mm-hmm. and if the cowboys beat the eagles then they'd really have one so all right anything else or shall i take us away
0: uh no green bay game
1: oh wait uh they're so irrelevant i forgot all about them oh Isn't that that's
0: weird? beautiful yeah <laughs>
1: my favorite <laughs> screw up on pod recorded history oh they're that's... the monday night game that's why i didn't see it
0: that's a great rams way rams to...
1: at the packers Oh, Green Bay's probably gonna win that. The Rams are Yeah, but boy, would it be fun if the Rams pulled it off again against the Packers. <laughs>
0: Baker Mayfield strikes. <laughs> Everyone's
1: like, the Rams are so terrible, what a disappointment. One game worse than Green Bay. <laughs> We've got to play the Bears twice. It's basically the same season. Yes. So, yeah. Only mm-hmm. the Packers QB's not out. Right. So beautiful. But All the right, Packers nice win that game. Alright, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Follow us on Twitter at barely underscore educated. Join the discussion there, and we will see you next week to preview the other big terrifying game that the Bears get to host. Uh, and uh actually, we will also do a post-game for Philly, I think. Yes, we will. So I will be in, in
0: Chicago when we do that. Woo! Nice. Alright, we will catch you then. a good solid number two would well, you Who shut up un- man you suck Chris he's an absolute bum you owe me an apology put that through your mind I
1: love the bears